We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Ye Old Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today are Sonia and Courtney from the A Nefarious Nightmare podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give them the opportunity to tell us a little more about themselves and the show before we get started. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Can I give this disclaimer real quick? Normally, it would be Amanda that's with me, but since she has another podcast that she does on Sundays, unfortunately, she was not able to make it. But we have two people that work behind the scenes for a nefarious nightmare. And that would be Sonia as well as Shay. So Sonia has been very kind to join me today. Thanks for having me and asking. Yay. Everything rhymed. That was fun. Thank you for making the time to join us. I appreciate it. So for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with the show, can you tell us a little more about kind of how you and Amanda met and where the idea of the show came from? Yeah. So I had noticed that I've known Amanda for a long time and I noticed that she was doing a podcast called Fandom Family Chats where they just talk about certain TV shows and they just, they sit and round table, discuss it, things like that, kind of like a review. And I had been thinking at that point that I kind of want to do a podcast because I'm fascinated by Mm -hmm. all aspects of true crime, but I've also worked in a setting where I was able to help keep certain offenders out of churches Mm -hmm. and other child serving organizations. And I was like, I want to utilize that in some way. And it was rewarding. So I asked her, I was like, Hey, do you by any chance, you know, are you interested in true crime at all? And she said, yes. And I was like, would you like to maybe potentially start a podcast? And she was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. So we kind of started the podcast and you know, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. So It's a thing that happens and it's real. It's it's, it's there. So So then to kind of piggyback off of that, when did you kind of get involved, Sonia, with the podcast? I was a listener since I think episode one. Nice. Courtney and I met on a mom group five years ago. Yeah. Four or five. five years ago. I don't think we've ever narrowed that down. But she told me about her idea, and as soon as the first episode came out, I started listening. Then just within the past, what, three months, she needed someone to help her with the social media side of it. So she had asked me. Nice. Yeah. That was one of those decisions that I will never regret because she said, <laughs> oh my gosh, I... I have to say, like, mental health is one of those things that I advocate heavily for, which is why, you know, we have our Patreon-only podcast. You know, you've been on it, Not So so Nefarious Criminals. And that that whole, like, thing is strictly, we believe that laughter is the best medicine. You know, when we're dealing with crime, it it tends to take a toll. So, you know, we do that. But so does social media. Social media sucks. 
you know? And so I'm like, Hey, Sonia, could you just do this for me? Because (laughs) I just don't want to. Yeah. So that's the unfortunate thing about social media, especially in like the true crime space is that Mm -hmm. it can be really, really toxic at times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for as helpful and as great as it is for like getting the word out and and doing certain things like there are just as many things where you're like can can we stop can we not you know like mm-hmm. it's just gross so yep kudos to you sonia for thank you taking that on because as a person who manages the social for yield crime i know how gross it can be out there so mm-hmm. yeah just in three months right sonia you just you've seen all of everything yes. that i've told you mm-hmm. yep yuck and so. more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So on your show, you focus on bringing awareness to like lesser known crimes and specifically crimes against extra vulnerable people. Correct. What sort of drew you to this subset of true crime? Wow. So like I said, I used to work and I'll go ahead and name drop because it's been long enough. I worked at an organization called Ministry Safe. And what they did was they would basically prevent churches and other child-serving organizations from employing or allowing volunteers that also have a history of sexual assault or pedophilia mm-hmm. or things like that, sex offenders. And I was a I was an administrative assistant and I, I had seen firsthand some of the testimony. And first mm. of all, it made me deeply sick to see some of the stuff. Yeah. But secondly, something in me like I didn't want to be part of that company for that long just because it was starting to get to me because my child was only like one, two, and even three at that time. But I still felt like it was rewarding because I was kind of part of it. Yep. And seeing all of those cases, just my heart just went so, uh, it's just, it's hard not to feel for those babies and Mm -hmm. children, but then you also find out that there's so many vulnerable people that get overlooked, such as people of color, yep. the LGBTQ plus community. You've also got your missing and murdered indigenous women and girls, and yep. you've got all kinds of, of people that are just overlooked, like sex workers. And it's just like, yep. no, they are humans, just yep. like you and me. We mm-hmm. need to pay more attention and yep. always, you know, this sounds cheesy because it is our, our closing, but it's like, we have to be vigilant because you know, we have to protect them. We have to protect the hive because bees, they really are resilient, strong, but they're also vulnerable, just like the people that we talk about. Exactly. Yeah. There's just a big heart for it. Well, and you're right. It's, it's one of those, it's not necessarily like a demographic, but it's, it's just that whole, like there's a whole section of humanity that people just try to like, almost like forget exists. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just shove them off to the side and just focus like all of our efforts on either blue eyed children that go missing or, you know, your blonde and beautiful woman that was horribly attacked. Not that they're not worthy of publicity and stuff, but there are just as many people who you never, ever hear about. Well, we do like to include because it's just kind of a very wide spectrum as it is, but we do include women in the whole quote unquote vulnerable category, because unfortunately, you know, even the strongest ones are still seen as vulnerable, like Mm -hmm. in law enforcement eyes, they will see them as vulnerable, but they also tend to be targets to such offenders. So it's like, well, along with protecting women Mm -hmm. and children, we also have to protect those that are especially, you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And this is my favorite question to ask. I ask everybody. I know it's hard as podcasters to pick our like favorite episode, but is there an episode that you're either very proud of how it came out or that like really stuck with you after the fact? I'm going to let Sonia go first on that one. <laughs> Put you on the spot. <laughs> I've been voluntold. <laughs> and it can be more than one. I mean, if there's, if you can't choose, I mean. I have a soft spot for the case that's coming out in two weeks. A friend of mine was brutally murdered. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. And they are covering that for the second time Okay. in two weeks. So that's one of my favorites. And I just got a sneak peek to listen and it's amazing. It's covered perfectly. I couldn't ask for better coverage of it. So, that's awesome. Yeah. And I like our Tamala case as well. That one's a good one. Yeah. That one, it needs a lot. Like my sister, she's from the same city where Tamala was murdered and she had no idea that there was even something so awful that happened to her. So I would say for me, obviously I'm a little bit biased because, you know, I've gotten to know Justin Barnard through Sonia, but also through that case that, you know, we've covered, which quick explanation we're getting rid of the original because we started out way different than we are now and I wasn't happy with it but gotcha regardless I, I got to know Justin through his story and through Sonia and through their friend Christina and so I am a little biased on that one so of course that one but I also have to say the entire Minding the Beehive series yeah because <laughs> that one was massive passion project for both myself and Amanda took a lot of work it was a two and a half part series that turned into an eight part series oh wow and we have seen and I can't get too much into it right now but we have seen justice start to occur nice and it's just kind of amazing to watch people get punished basically for what they have done to 40 plus women so it's and watch some of these women almost gain mm. cl closure that mm -hmm. part. through telling their story mm -hmm. and having their voice heard. That's yep. awesome. A Nefarious Nightmare is a true crime podcast focusing on lesser known crimes and crimes against those deemed extra vulnerable. Every now and then, we cover more well-known crimes due to the fact that it is relevant or even interesting regarding the cases we cover. And the B is a symbol for all victims as we recognize their strength, resilience and vulnerability so join us you can find us on apple podcasts spotify or just about any podcast platform remember when you mess with the bees you get the hive well now that i've we've done that <laughs> we're gonna go to the funny section of the sh of the show now yeah where... sorry i didn't mean to mean to bring everybody down <laughs> i know i was like now that we're all sad now that we're all sad let's get happy <laughs> I'm going to bring us right back up again as we, we start go. our cramp board segment. Yay. And sorry, Sonia, but you're up first. Wow. <laughs> Come on in hot. <laughs> so, Sonia, your yes, first term is palming, like palm of your hand, palming. Palming. 
my own mind went somewhere gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I automatically just go towards like fighting because I'm a hundred foot tall. And so anytime anyone comes towards me, I just put my hand out on their forehead and they can't reach me. <laughs> so I don't know the word for that. <laughs> it's palm- It has to be palming. And girl, like I just had this, like this vision of a really, for whatever reason, I had this vision of like a really very, Tall, well, they're like, always going t- like this. T- t- Rex. And, like my hands. <laughs> Why t- do I have these visions? Like it's a T Rex, <sighs> like pushing back another T Rex on the forehead and saying, "You're short." No, go away. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you be surprised if I told you that wasn't it? I'm very surprised. I know. <laughs> so, according to Victorian slang, palming is when you rob shops in pairs so like when you there's two of you robbing a shop at the same time oh again maybe like maybe kind of like the whole sticky fingers type of thing and that's oh my mind keeps going somewhere gross like well now (laughs) you need to share it because you keep saying it well whenever okay safe space it's it's okay (laughs) yeah safe space because i should have asked in the very beginning is it okay if i get gross and cussy you can you can get gross and cussy it's fine okay all right Palming, noun, no verb, no wait, I don't know. Adverb? Courtney, Miriam Courtney, Miriam Courtney dictionary. The other version of fisting. <laughs> and now that just makes me think of. Did you ever watch Scrubs? Did you ever watch Scrubs? I did. I have watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, the episode where. They were talking about masturbation and JD's like, sometimes I sit on my hand until it goes numb. And then it's like the stranger. And that's kind of what I picture like palming being. Palming. Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, just kind of shake, yeah. shake hands with it. Yeah. I guess. And then sticky fingers <laughs> is the result of palming. There you go. Y'all are now thoroughly grossed out. I'm sorry. Pal- palming your, palming for pleasure. <laughs> palming. Palming. It's funny because I. I could tell when you, by the look on your face, that's exactly what you were thinking. Yeah. You're like, I got a gross, I'm thinking gross things. And I was like, yeah, I know what you're thinking. That's like 99% of the time. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, you can't help but like, listen, I'm 40, but like, sometimes I act like a 12 year old boy. It is what it is. I mean, I so. still think farts are hilarious. So they I'm are. Hilarious. They're absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely they're always like they're, they're, they're never not funny, funny. Yeah, there's i'm guilty of your mom jokes so <laughs> hey, you know what <laughs> the problem is when i say them to my child he's like uh, you're my mom <laughs> i'm guilty of saying like that's what she said yes in like oh, yeah. meetings and stuff that's like work yeah. meetings and mm-hmm. thankfully i work in a, a place where people are like cool with that kind of humor but like that's my guilty thing as a i've small made my child. mama jokes before <laughs> people always thought that was here they're like are you disrespecting your mama i was like my mom and i like the way we get along is we call each other bitch like we get along <laughs> it is do you not do that with your mom like <laughs> all right courtney yes your first term is zounderkite oh 
Why didn't I get the gross one? You know, palming. <laughs> How, okay, sounder. What? Sounder. <laughs> Zounder kite. Zounder kite. Zounder kite. Zounder and kite. So for whatever reason, I immediately thought of sauerkraut, but I know that's not what it is. That's just where my mind went. It's like sauerkraut. Zounder kite. Dude, I don't even know. Like, It kind of sounds like sauerkraut if you had like a stuffy nose and you were trying to say sauerkraut. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like it's like a mixture of sauerkraut and Gesundheit, but it's I know it's neither one of those things. Listen, you're talking to the person that thinks that PA for, you know, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. automatically resorts to Paginia in my mind. So, <laughs> Dude, that was so confusing. Sounder kite. God, I I can't. Like, is this? It's like a. I don't know. It's a. Okay, let me just. I'm gonna throw something out there. Okay. Okay. It's a form of palming, but with kites. While you sneeze. That's a very specific kink. That is. <laughs> no, it's not a kink. <laughs> because remember, you're robbing somebody with a, a friend. Oh, you're going to the robbing. Okay. Yeah. You're using, so gross. We're on like, a whole y'all, different page. Y'all, y'all dirty minds, guys. <laughs> you just come in and like distract people with the kites while you're like just throwing things into your pockets. Is that a kite? <laughs> Down to kite. I'm right. I think right. it's drinking while you're at the park with kites. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that is not the definition of zounderkite. Oh, my God. <laughs> According to English slang, zounderkite is an idiot. Oh, See, I was right. I was specifically, right. Specifically an idiot whose stupid conduct results in awkward situations. Okay. So, oh, so it's me. <laughs> I was like, it's me. No, I was Hi. right because, you know, listen, my original definition was palming while flying a kite and sneezing same thing idiot (laughs) whose stupid conduct results in an awkward situation such as right now right now (laughs) it's an awkward situation (laughs) i was right i got the cramp word guys half credit okay cool all right sonia yes your second term is wind sucker And no, it is not sexual in nature. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> oh Windsucker. See, I would go with the idiot on that one. Like you, like cotton headed niggy mutton windsucker. That's where I go. <laughs> oh. I can't wait to tell y'all what I think it is. Do it. Go for it. Basically, when you fart, but then you suck it right back up in your mouth. Oh my god! You like farting? You somehow suck it back up into your asshole. Yeah. One sucker. It's a reverse <laughs> fart. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh. Oh, that's goodness. that's that's what I'm gonna use that as from now on. But <laughs> but according to Victorian slang, 
A windsucker is an envious person or a coveter. Oh, I know a couple of those. Yeah. Like they're trying to suck the wind out of your sails. Hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's deep. You know, yes. I, I do not like a windsucker. Nope. I don't like windsuckers. Either don't version. You? I mean, it seems like it no. would be painful to suck that fart right back up. But Well, I'm depending on the situation, windsuckers make me famous. So... <laughs> Like right now. <laughs> Depending on the situation. <laughs> oh. oh. All right, Courtney. <laughs> Your second term is cock one's toes. <laughs> what? <laughs> In my windsucker. <laughs> cock one's toes? What you say? Cock one's toes. Cock one's toes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I'm not smart, but you know, when you, okay. Like, you know, when you cock back a gun, right. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's like when you're trying to stand firm, I'm probably wrong, but this is where my mind is going. Okay. Okay. So when you're standing firm, I'm following you. Okay. When you're standing firm in like a firm stance, right. Mm-hmm. And you cock your toes back to just keep that ground. Like to really grounded. kind of dig your heel in. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. I'm smart. <laughs> I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> Do you have a guess, Sonia? I think it's someone who's like egotistical. Okay. Cock one's toes. That's a good one. That is like, a good one. Look at that guy cocking his toes over there. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I changed my answer. (laughs) I moved the steel. All right. According to Victorian slang, cock one's toes means to die. That makes sense. That does make sense. Oddly enough. So it is an egotistical person, but dead. And, you know. And they've sucked their last wind. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, calming. Yeah. We could totally make a story out of this. I know. R.I.P., but also rip. Yep. Yeah. Well, on that sexy note, (laughs) I'm not quite sure where to go with that transition. (laughs) Maybe sexy and head cocking it. It's fine. Yeah. I'd like to thank Sonia and Courtney for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? Thank you for having us. Yes. Always. Always. Can you please tell our listeners where they can find you on social and when new episodes of your show come out? Sonia, you go with the socials because you you're the social find person. Us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and all of the things. You can listen to us wherever you listen to a podcast. And we even have a Patreon, which you should subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Please Shameless plug. Yeah. please subscribe because you know we're we're broke i feel that so, yeah and when do new episodes come out every tuesday every unless tuesday. you're on patreon then they come out early yep nice well thank you again for joining me for uh another hilarious edition of Thanks can you crack the cramp word fun. yeah we have fun mm-hmm. and on that note as always i'm Lindsay, and i'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime <laughs>